0: mindset coach, a personal development junkie, an all-around Venus worshiper, and a powerful witch. I'm here to talk dirty about evolution, revolution, and how to embody the archetype of Venus, original bad bitch, every damn day. Thanks for listening. be totally honest with you average and i put that in air quotes people have told me that my choices are reckless impulsive erratic and irresponsible (laughs) but if you're in my world i know you don't want an average life you want an extraordinary one so why are you taking the fear-filled actions of the normals There's another path and it's for badasses only because change doesn't have to take a long time unless you want it to. In my upcoming four-week course, The Chariot, I teach you all of my practical and spiritual secrets for rapid transformation. So in the course, we get spiritual as fuck while bringing it into the real world where the normal people live. Because after all, let's face it, we have to live here too. So this round of the chariot is a live course, which means you get coached by me as you work towards manifesting an epic quantum leap in the area of your choosing by summer's end. It's like the ultimate summer glow up for your whole damn life. In the course, you get access to four live classes plus a bonus live Q&A, four powerful workbooks that get you clarity on the exact steps to take to get from here to where you want to be fast. You get four meditations and energy work techniques to embody and a private coaching group, as well as a lot more. I'm an over-deliverer. There's so much good shit in this course. You're going to love it. And plus, if you're not convinced already, there are awesome, painful bonuses and a hella affordable payment plan available if you'd like to join the course. So to find out more, to see if the chariot is right for you, you can click the link in the show notes or head to rebirthofvenus.com. Slash the chariot. Join today and you'll get immediate access to the bonus pre-work. And the pre-work, it's two of my digital courses that you can buy separately. They're yours totally free to get started. They'll teach you amazing variety of mindset shifting techniques, empowerment techniques that allow you to get into the space of rapid transformation before we even start the course. So we start 726, that's next Friday, and I don't want you to wait. I want you to get in right now, get started on the pre-work, get started on your transformation and make this summer, the summer you go for it, the summer you stop making excuses for not being where you want to be and the summer that you make a big fucking change because I know you're ready and I know you're capable of it. So join the chariot today. Hello everybody. Welcome to Rebirth of Venus. Today is a super special episode. Like many things I say, I say that a lot because in my opinion everything's special. If I'm going to be doing it, if I'm going to be going out of my daily routine and doing something, it's special. So anyway, today is a special episode because it's my first ever live episode. Yes. Well, I'm recording this episode live on Facebook while I record it for the podcast. So this is an experiment. We'll see how it goes. If you're watching live, feel free to ask questions. I will answer them on the episode if I'm able to. And for those of you listening to the replay, as always, you can send me your messages either through Facebook, through the Rebirth of Venus Facebook page, or on Instagram at rebirth underscore Venus. I love responding to my messages. I respond to as many of them as I can. And I love just getting your feedback about these topics and seeing how you're working through these ideas and how I can support you further on that. So I thank you each and every one of you who takes the time to start a conversation with me about these topics. So today I wanna talk about, well, really ask you a question. And the question is this, where are you half-assing your growth? Now, This can be a triggering topic because we all like to believe that we are doing everything we can to get to where we want to go and that if we haven't reached our goals yet or our desire or we don't we haven't called in our desires it's because of this person and that person and this thing we haven't done and but we had to do this other thing instead and you know but we can't do that because of this and Excuses, excuses, excuses. I'm here to tell you that this is bullshit. And here's the thing. I do it too. I am not perfect on this. None of us are. However, I really urge you to look at the areas where you're constantly making excuses for why you can't do something, where you are half-assing your growth and not showing up fully the way you know you're capable of. I want you to look at those areas because here's the thing you're holding yourself back and you don't need to. And you know, some people use this as an opportunity to be down on themselves. Like, Oh my God, another thing I fucked up, (laughs) but that's not my point here at all. That's not my point. My point is this, you have the power to create massive change in your life. And I know that you're capable of it. So once you realize that you've been holding yourself back by half-assing your growth in some of the ways we'll describe today, you can take changes. You can, you can make changes to move past these things. So just because you've created a situation where you are making a lot of excuses and holding yourself back doesn't mean you can't change. In fact, once you do change, you can harness that same amount of power that has not, that has currently been up until now, been going towards holding yourself back to propel yourself forward instead. So I encourage you to look at these questions and these ideas from the perspective of how can I move forward? How can I empower myself further rather than using them as yet another excuse for why you can't do things of... You know, oh, well, I fucked this up. So this is just more proof that I'm never going to have what I want. No, I call bullshit on that. And I know that's painful to hear sometimes. Trust me, when people tell me that, I mean, really, the only person who dares is my boyfriend. (laughs) I joke that Omar is my life coach. I'm not actually joking at all, though. Because the reality is because we spend so much time together, living together, being together, and he's also very committed to his growth. We do point out to each other the ways we make excuses. And so I was invited to take part in a 30-day challenge with Chelsea Kayer, um, who has an amazing Facebook group called Money Mindset for Entrepreneurs. And she encouraged us to start a 30 day challenge, anything, anything we wanted to be accountable for 30 days. And mine was no excuses, right? Because I thought like, I definitely have some, you know, some progress to make on this. And I was actually surprised to find that I really don't make so many excuses anymore. And the reason, the reason I'm able to not make excuses are the reasons I'm going to share with you today, because I honestly got tired of my bullshit. This isn't to say I'm perfect. This isn't to say I don't make excuses sometimes. But I actually reported back. I was like, this is actually too easy for me. I need to do something else. So I decided to quit sugar quit eating sugar for three days, for 30 days. Not three days, 30 days instead, because that was like way more of a stretch for me than the no excuses thing. The reason excuses are so toxic and so deadly to our growth is because they take your power away or rather they give you the illusion of your power being taken away. And it's this illusion that keeps you where you are. And the worst part of all is that you believe that the reason you are where you are is because of external circumstances. And that's just not true. Now, this isn't to say that, of course, external circumstances happen, and they do sometimes affect things like our schedules or, you know, the plans we had made, but they shouldn't affect the core thing you are going after. Sure. Sometimes life circumstances require you to shift your approach or require you to go about things differently, but they shouldn't stop you. They shouldn't. And... When I say these things, I'm thinking to people I know who actually have overcome way crazier odds than I have to achieve what they wanted, crazy physical odds that weren't in their favor. And I'm putting air quotes here. Um, you know, physical odds, like huge childhood trauma odds, things that are, you know, that added up to make everyone, you know, any normal person believe like they couldn't achieve the thing they wanted to achieve. And they did anyway. And so if they can do it, you can. And I think that to myself all the time. I think about these people who have, you know, I've overcome a lot. And it's not a contest, but I am, I think about things people who have overcome things I've never even had to think about overcoming. And I realize that ultimately while certainly there are socioeconomic and and you know, Resource access issues that make access to resources more difficult for some. Any of us can move past our deeply held personal beliefs that make us a victim and at the odds, or rather held in the grip of these external people, circumstances, etc. Okay. So rant's over, just kidding. I'm still here. So first, I want you to really look at your life and you can look at your whole life or you can look at one area where you're struggling. And I want you to really identify where you're half-assing your growth. And here's the thing, you know, you know, don't tell me you don't know, you know, you know, because there's this feeling deep down that eats away at you that's saying like, oh, it's usually disguised as the shoulds. I should do this. Now, here's the thing about the word should. And I talk about this a lot in my Army of Venus boot camp, um, which is actually one of my bonus courses for the Chariot, my course that launches tomorrow. You could also purchase the Army of Venus boot camp separately. Anyway, um, we talk a lot about this. So the word should is really toxic because it, it, it takes our power away. And in this way, we can view the word should in two different ways. We can view it like this. One, it's the things that, you know, society tells us we're supposed to want. And that's fucking bullshit. You know, I think that. (laughs) So that's fucking bullshit. Those shoulds can go should out the door. Um, Should the front door. Okay, I'm going to stop with my bad puns on the word should. Um, Now, the other side of should is this. They're the things that actually deep down, you know, you want to do. And so when we hear ourselves saying, I should do this, I should do that, we need to ask ourselves, is this a should coming from someone else? Or is this a should coming from my own desire to live out what I call the sacred pleasure of your highest potential? That is a that is a center point to my work with Venus. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, especially the earlier episodes where I talk a lot about Venus specifically, the archetype of Venus, to me is about Showing up fully and achieving what I call the sacred pleasure of your highest potential. So those are the shoulds we want to look at. We're gonna we're gonna shift them around and recraft them into a new spell of words that is going to get you from here to where you want to be. So look at these statements and identify where you're half-assing your growth. Where you know that if you showed up fully, you probably would get what you want. Now, here's the thing. We're not scared of not having what we want. We're scared of having it. We're scared of having it. It's like the often used Marion Williamson quote about, I mean, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember it, you know, about like, We're not afraid that we, basically she's like, we're not afraid of, of not getting what we want. We're afraid of getting what we want. We're afraid of truly being great. We're afraid that we are great already. And then what? It's actually always a question I ask my private coaching clients when they come up against blocks or, you know, resistance. What if it could be easy? What if you could do this? What if you could have it? What if you had done it? Then what? And usually that brings up feelings of, I feel like I don't deserve it. I feel like I haven't worked hard enough. I feel like any of these other things that are resistance. Okay. So, were you half assing your growth? Where could you be showing up more fully? Now, you're going to be, you know, depending on how self aware you are, and you may need to enlist the help of a trusted friend. Or, partner, somebody who's not gonna like use it as an opportunity to knock you down. <laughs> but you could say, you're like, hey, where do you see me making compromises that don't serve myself, that don't serve me? Or, where do you see me, you know, not doing the things that I said I was going to do? These are ways we half ass our growth. Now, once you come up with these ways that you're half assing your growth, you may have, you can put them in a couple of categories. I like to put them in terms of like, priority and not priority (laughs) because here's the thing you can't necessarily change everything at once however when you make one change many things change we talk about this a lot in the chariot so we can focus on like one or two areas at a time and it's not to say you can't make other changes too but it is helpful to to identify where's your not your priority right now you know for example you can think about in terms of like your goals you know, I set a bunch of goals at the beginning of this year. And as we're halfway through the year, I've made awesome progress on a few. And then on a few others, you have know, made just a little progress and those I've realized haven't been a big priority for me. And you know, I'm going to keep working to improve them a little bit at a time, but they're not areas where I I'm necessarily ready to overhaul everything, you know, probably going to bump those to quarter one of next year. For example, I've made big progress in terms of like my personal creative projects, my business, things like that. One of my personal goals was to become a more conscious consumer. And for me, that was going to look like stopping to buy fast fashion and being more aware of my waste and things like that. And I have improved in some ways, not so much, you know, in terms of where I'm shopping, just because like I have a perceived, block around like, oh, there aren't that many options where I live, blah, 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 blah. But really it's just an excuse. And I'm aware of that. And I will continue to do better and better and better. Um, in terms of, you know, I'm already starting to kind of like brainstorm ways I can reduce my waste. For example, I'm drinking coffee right now out of a paper cup. Don't come for me. By the way, if any of you have um, a tip, like I really, I want, I, I want, I really do. I want to use a reusable cup and I've obviously owned many reusable cups, but drinking out of a paper cup to me, it tastes so much better than like a gross metal cup. So please send me a recommendation if you have one that's like, I don't know, doesn't taste like a metal cup. And I know they have the ceramic ones and but like I find I used to have one the plastic lid doesn't stay on and I don't know if you have an amazing reusable cup, tell me side note ended. So this was, you know, these are ways I was half assing my growth in that area. And I was not okay with it, but I I was understanding that that turned out not to be my number one priority this year. It's something I strive to do better on, but I'm not making it a priority. So looking at the other areas where I am making a priority, I set the intention of when I turn 35, I'm 34, For a second, I literally forgot my age, which is the first time that's ever happened. I turned 35 in January. I set the intention of being like the most spiritually, physically, healthfully fit of my life, right? So I want to, for my finances to be in a really good place. I want my um, business to be in a really good place. I want my physical health to be in a really good place. I don't have to be like ripped yet, but that'd be cool too. So I need to start looking at what it will take to get there. Some of some ways I've been doing really, really well. Other ways I've been half assing my growth. I've been like consistently not meal prepping, you know, like week after week, not doing it. And then just like eating molletes and tacos on the street. I live in Mexico for those of you who don't know, um, even in terms of other things, you know, I can look around, I can think, okay, should I be getting more sleep? Should I be waking up earlier? Should I be letting myself sleep later? Maybe there's no right or wrong answer here. Should I be getting more exercise? Should I be exercising better boundaries? It's up to you. You look at your life, you look at the things you wish to accomplish and you identify where you're half-assing your growth because you are, you are. If you're haven't achieved the things you want to achieve, you're half-assing your growth. Now, of course, things take time. But if you feel like you're on your way and like doing the thing, that's what I mean by like achieving the goal. Because sure, like sometimes it takes a little time for things to unfold. But if you feel like I am showing up, I am doing it, you know, Like that's how I feel, you know, I've I've worked, done a lot of work this year to like get my finances together and like things aren't perfect, but I'm improving things and I feel good about that. I know that if I continue on this path, I'll get to my goal. So to me, that's a success. Okay, so when you're looking at what you wish to accomplish, in fact, let's take away the word wish, what you intend to accomplish. One of my mentors, Natalia Benson is really big on language and has been kind of kicking my ass about that. So we intend one of the things you intend to, what are the, what are the things you intend to, um, create this year or the rest of the year or like this week? Let's not put like pressure on There's only five months left of 2019. Like, no. Okay. What are the actions you could be taking every day? And we talk about this in The Chariot. We talk about fully showing up for your up-level blueprint. In in my course, The Chariot, which starts tomorrow, click the link in the bio to join or send me a message. Um, One of the things we talk about is creating an up-level blueprint. So we're creating, based on my super secret method, (laughs) which I'm not going to reveal here, we create a map to get to where we want to go. We create a map. And from there we have actual action points, actual things we can do to get there. And those evolve over time and that's a beautiful thing. And we take action on them every day. If you're not taking action every day towards your goal, towards your vision, again, the word goal, another one I've been doing more thinking about. It's like a very like, ugh, sounds like a downer, vision. That's another thing I learned from Natalia, our vision. If you're not taking daily action towards your vision, then you aren't showing up fully and you are half-assing your growth. And And it doesn't have to be a giant step, but that daily action is going to get you there. And I actually talk about this a lot, again, with my private clients, we talk about how consistency is more important than frequency or volume. So it's more important to show up for five minutes every day than to show up for one hour, one day a week for a variety of reasons. First of all, that consistency builds. And if you're in the online space, I mean, this is the healthy algorithms that everyone's always bitching about work. <laughs> the more you show up, the more your content gets put out. Because even though everyone thinks the algorithms are like an evil plot, I mean, they are like designed to, you know, have you buy advertising to some extent, but there are many people who do not take out ads who do very well on social media. So that is largely limiting belief. Um, the more you show up, the more your stuff gets put out and the more people see it and the more people actually engage in it, which helps it further with its organic growth because they see like, Oh, you're not just like someone who shows up once in a while. Oh, this person keeps showing up maybe I should pay attention or, Oh, I can rely on them to show up. So I'm actually going to tune into what they say. You know, people know they can count on you to be consistent. Also you get momentum. It's super hard to like, if, if you take, I mean, I take time off where I don't post anything. And I'm just like, Nope, you know, I totally do that. And I, and I don't have any issues with that or regrets around that. And I can tell you, it is always harder to start up after, you know, part of me feels refreshed, but part of me is like, do I ever want to do it again? (laughs) Should I just quit my business? And obviously that is not what I'm going to be doing. So the momentum works in your favor and it gets easier. Now, when you look at the areas where you're half-assing your growth, this is like the real question that is what all of this is leading to. And it's this. In these areas, what are you truly afraid of? Because here's the thing. If you you shoe up... I just said shoe as like a past tense of show. Wow, that's bad. I used to be an English teacher. Can you tell? Anyway... Most of the time we're afraid, actually, I would argue all the time, we're afraid that if we show up fully, that requires us to be someone we're not sure if we're ready to be or we're not sure we can be. And this is where the real meat of the matter lies. So once you identify where you're half-assing your growth, look at what areas in these areas, rather, what you're truly afraid of. For many people, there are fears around things like visibility. Like if I showed up fully, I would be super visible, like especially if you're doing something online. Like what would my aunt Sally think of me? Or like my, you know, the girls who were mad, who hated me in high school. Like, I don't know. I actually like literally can't relate like, none of my family is on, none of my, like, like, my parents aren't on Facebook. Maybe I'd feel differently if they were, and, like, engaged. (laughs) Might be weird at times, but, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, you move past it. Um, As a mentor of mine, Amanda Francis says, like, do you have something to say, or do you not? Like, is your message important to you or not? Because if it's not, like, you probably shouldn't bother, because you need to be committed. Committed enough so that, even those fears don't stop you. So there could be issues around, or, or fears around visibility. Even just, even out, offline, fears of like being fully yourself, it can be intimidating, especially if you've received backlash for being who you are. And that's a topic I'll get into at depth um, in a future episode, possibly tomorrow, because this is like a little bonus episode. Um... And I will still be releasing my normal Friday episode, which is tomorrow. So, you know, if you've experienced backlash for being who you are, especially if it's something that's newer to you, that can be really scary. And we're going to go over that more. Like I said, I believe tomorrow. Maybe you're afraid of if you're really who you are now, then you lose grip on the past. So friends who you've collected along the way, or maybe your family who has different values, or, or maybe your partner, your romantic partner. It can be really scary actually to, I mean, obviously it can be scary to realize that you maybe are on a different trajectory to these people who are your comfort. That can be really scary. But you need to identify what you're afraid of. Now, a lot of these fears, are not true. You know, they're not, it's not a guaranteed truth that like everybody will hate you if you, you know, show up fully as yourself. And if people do, I mean, for example, a lot of people feel this, experience this around fitness. And I think I talked about this in, yeah, I talked about this in a, in a live a couple of days ago about dissolving resistance. If you haven't watched it, um, you can check it out on IGTV. And I can also send you the link on Facebook. So if you, you know, a lot of people resist like getting in shape, whatever that means to them. I am not here to tell you what that means. I'm not here to tell you that like, you can only be healthy looking a certain way. Like, no, whatever being healthier and more fit means to you. A lot of people are afraid of that because they're like, oh, like, well, then people, Hate me, or they'll like think a certain thing about me. Or sometimes if a lot of things are going well in your life, you hold on to one area that's going badly. And you hold on to it going badly. And that happens because you're afraid you're like, well, what if everything's going well? People, no one's gonna like me, no one's gonna be really, no one's gonna relate to me. And that's just another belief that keeps you small. Ultimately, you have to ask yourself, how much does it matter? Do you want to hold yourself back because you're afraid of small-minded people, you know, hating on you? <laughs> I mean, maybe you decide that, that you can't handle that. You know, maybe you do. I, I personally can't imagine keeping myself small. And I mean, there have been times when I've temporarily kept myself small, but I've worked through it and realized, like, I'm not doing anyone a favor. I'm not doing the world a favor. I'm not doing myself a favor by keeping myself small. And at this point, honestly, I have a really low tolerance for small mindedness because it's just like, we're here to grow. And this isn't about like, oh my God, you have to like continue to be better. And like, do. I mean, I do strive to be better each day, but it's not because I think I'm broken now. Like, I think I'm perfect the way I am now. And I seek to improve on myself. They go together for me. This isn't about like, you are imperfect, you are impure, you need to like cleanse and purify yourself and become like this ascended, like no, <laughs> you're perfect as you are, you can also continue to be better. And we are growth, humans are growth minded, growth oriented beings. And I believe that's why we're here on earth is to grow. So fucking grow. Don't hold yourself back. Don't half-ass your growth. And if you know what, if you're half-assing your growth, like I talked about earlier with the non-priority goals, be intentional and aware of that. As soon as you have awareness and shine a light on things, it takes away the like shame and the shadowiness around it. And so, you know, yeah, like where you could just be like, oh, I fucked up on this goal. If you identify like, actually I've been, it's not really a priority. And it is something I still want to improve on, but I'm actually fine shelving that, you know, for X period of time. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Also, you know, like my stupid example with, you know, my reusable coffee cup or currently my not reusable coffee cup. It's like, okay, at least I'm like aware I that I do have this goal. I'm holding space for the goal that's going to happen later of, you know, and I'm, as I'm holding space for that, I'm allowing resources to come to me and I'm becoming more aware. Like when I get my breakfast in the morning, like I just did, and there's like a lot of fucking trash associated with it. It's like, huh, how could I, like, what could I bring that would be really convenient and serve the same function that they could like put the food in and stuff like that. You know, you're holding space for it. So you're still ready to like step into that space fully when it's time. And there's no more shame around it because it's just, because it's just, you know, you're aware, you're aware that you're half-assing your growth in a certain area, but it's not a priority right now. But in the other areas that are priorities, just stop, just stop the half-assing. <laughs> As I've talked about at the beginning of this episode and in many previous episodes, for me, one of the archetypes I work with is the archetype of Venus, which for me goes beyond just this, you know, like love, beauty, art, the stuff people think about. All that's great. But what it really comes down to is self-worth and for me, true self-worth is stepping into your highest potential with grace and flow and delight. And so that's what I'm about. We're going to talk about this so much in the chariot, which is my upcoming four week course, revealing all of my spiritual, energetic, and practical secrets to rapid personal transformation. We start tomorrow. The cart closes tomorrow at midnight, tomorrow being Friday, Friday, the 26th of July. Um, the cart closes tomorrow at midnight I urge you to join today so that you can get into the Facebook group tomorrow when it opens, it's our private coaching Facebook group. Um, There's amazing resources, bonuses in there right away. Plus you'll get access to two of my bonus courses as pre-work, the Army of Venus Bootcamp, which I mentioned earlier, which is an amazing, amazing, amazing self-guided mindset shifting experience. I mean, you'll shift the way you think about everything and creates an immense amount of pleasure and delight in your life as a result. This is a different approach to personal development. You know, I'm kind of a hard ass when it comes to personal development, but I do so because I know the freedom that lies on the other side of being your best, of pursuing excellence. So I encourage you and I desire for you and I intend for you to be there with us. It is transformative work. It is four weeks of shifting and up-leveling everything that allows you to step into a higher state of being, step into the energy and space of your biggest goal with grace, ease, and an energy that is stabilized in the up level. This isn't about making one big change fast and like going back to your daily life. This is about becoming someone else in the best possible way. So I encourage you to check it out. See if it's right for you. You can click the link in the show notes or if you're watching live in the Facebook live. And of course, if you have any questions, let me know. Be sure to jump in soon. I still have some of the amazing Pay and Full gifts available. Um, if you don't know about the Pay in Full gift, just get on the page and be prepared to be like, oh my God, I fucking need that. <laughs> in fact, actually, a couple of people from the last round of the chariot were like, I want that. <laughs> so message me with your questions. I absolutely can't wait to see you inside. And until then, stop half-assing your growth and show up fully for yourself because you're worth it and you deserve it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave a five-star review in the Apple Podcast app and share it with a friend. I would love to hear from you. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. DM me at rebirth underscore of Venus. And be sure to grab your free ritual guide at rebirthofvenus.com.